is it ladies and gentlemen well as the great alanis morissette would say you ought to know it's time for wpov global i'm your highly caffeinated host the legend t james logan and with me well that suave gentleman probably i wouldn't say caffeinated probably drunk on his fifth 40 we're talking about the gentleman himself elio canella the only man who will go on a vacation with he'll go on a vacation with no clothes only booze and penicillin. You figure out what that's for, ladies and gentlemen. Elio! <laughs> oh, what's going on? My bucket of sleaze. How are you, my friend? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, of course you're doing well. You live the lifestyle you lead. You're like a porn star who doesn't shoot. What the heck? Come on, man. Anyhow, I can tell you you've had a rough week. You're, you're, you're a little more quiet than usual, my fair gentleman. What's up? Yeah, so uh, I'm just, uh, it's one of those days, it's a long day here. You know what? I, I can tell. at 6 a.m. in the morning. Uh, yikes, there's a 6 a.m.? <laughs> wow. 6 a.m. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's face it, Elio. Me and you had a bit of an easier week this week because there was absolutely no New Japan wrestling this week. That means no 4, 8, 12, whatever many hours they're going to throw at us. We had a quiet week. I kind of missed missed it. You know, so did I. I kind of missed it. We're masochists. We totally missed it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what we didn't miss? Wow. Okay. Here, let's let's get something straight. We missed a few things last week when we did our poll. Uh We missed a Mm -hmm. couple of uh, people actually did respond, and we sort of okay. Now, now here's the thing. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to make any excuses. I, you know what? I'm not even going to say the thing. We missed a few people, and we're sorry that you wrote in comments, and we didn't get those comments in time. So you know what? If your feelings are hurt, wah, 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 it's wrestling, roll out of it. It ain't real. And uh, But we, we do have a poll for this week. And first of all, yes, we do. Let, let's go over this poll. And let, You know, I'm not sure if fans kind of, maybe we weren't super clear what we were getting at here. Because I was a little surprised mm. at uh, the answers for it and, 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 and the only results. three comments. Well, not just the comments, but I'd like to, just the way people were leaning. I mean, first of all, Elio, the question was about Piper Niven. Me and you watched that match last week. And uh, mm-hmm. what we were, I'm not sure if we were conveying enough what we were getting at, but there was a point in the match where Zaya Brookside gets nailed down on the ground. She's laying there on the floor. Mm -hmm. Piper Niven pretty much just steps over her and goes after Rhea Ripley. Now, I get the fact that she is and Rhea Ripley are having a feud. But, I mean, your partner just got smoked, is laying there on the floor, dying like a fish. 
And she just walks over and starts fighting <laughs> right. the other girl. Now, I'm sorry, but that I'm going to tell you, I thought that was jerk maneuver. That was uh, on par with anybody who used to watch Stampede Wrestling used to know that Bruce Hart was the worst tag team partner in the world. He would not oh, let man. go of that tag rope if you were getting the shit beat out of you with a chainsaw. <laughs> he would just stand back and watch. <laughs> so, now... What do you think about that? What did you see? What did you feel when you saw that, Elio? No, I, my, my, when I saw that, my first thought was, what are you doing? You're just going to leave your partner in there to get to take the fall and lose the match. What's going on? Not I exact. mean, first of, all, first of all, we knew uh, Rhea Ripley was uh, out there for the distraction. But, but uh, still, you know, like... Uh, I know you're feuding with Rhea Ripley, but you, you got a match to focus on, so... It's like, yeah, why would of, you risk? Why would you risk losing a match just to go after your enemy there? Well, not only did she risk losing the match, but I mean, Zaya Brookside was like out. She was on her back, knocked down, and she walked over. She didn't even like pick her up and then attack Ripley. She just part of goes like, out of my way, bitch! I'm gotta yeah. go fight. You know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that that part when I, when I saw that, I was like, wow! I just walked right over the person. Now, when we took a poll of this. 39% of the, the votes said she was a jerk. 61% said it was good strategy. And I like wow, to say, it's... the people who say it was good strategy, um, what exactly was... Jerks. Yeah, well, what exactly is the strategy? I mean, she lost the match. What was the strategy? Yeah, no, no one wins there. The only people yeah. that win are Jazzy and Jenny. Now, one person, a Daniel Fryer wrote in, and, and being very glib, he wrote, "You should ask the person who wrote the script." And I couldn't, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't, uh, I couldn't let it slide. So I replied with, "Considering that's a WWE writer, I wonder if he even knows what he meant." <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it then, doesn't um, seem like those guys are. Sorry, go on. No, and then, it's okay. Go on. Uh, no, there's doing, a, there's one other comment here. Read it. Another read it. comment here. From Aaron Myers, and he said, sometimes being a jerk is good strategy. You know what? I'm going to say I don't disagree <laughs> with that, okay? But mm. I would like to point out something very important here. Um, uh -oh. in, this, in this case, what the hell was the strategy? It's not like they won. They totally <laughs> lost the match. It didn't they help. totally lost the match. And Zaya Brookside got her face <laughs> kicked in, so... Explain to me exactly what was what was the strategy here, strategy here because um, it didn't seem to help. Uh, it didn't seem to help the cause at all. At all, uh, yeah. I'm just I'm, I'm flummoxed here, man. What was the strategy? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, now I'm going to do something I don't usually do. Okay, I am okay. going to right. I'm going to I'm going to step back here, and um, this involves last last week's poll. Okay, now. Okay. We sh we shared it out to pages, but so did other people on our network also mm -hmm. shared it out, and we didn't get actually access to some of these comments. So I feel bad about people who actually wrote in because the thing is, you know what? We want to hear what you got to say, and uh, I was kind of glib when I said, yeah. "Oh, what the hell?" The truth is, I am going to read some of these comments from last week's poll and give the people the credit because you know okay. what, folks, you write into us. You know what? Even if you have a hard name to pronounce, you're okay in my book. All right. Um, now, last right. week's question involved Chris Jericho or Adam Page. Who was going to win the belt? Mm -hmm. Now, Tim Kaminsky would, will be, he put Jericho, should be Page. Now, that was interesting. 
I wish he'd expanded a little bit more. But Craig Fenniak said, on the surface, 100%. But I think having Kenny chase Jericho for the title is the much better long-term idea. Now, that's that's some sound thought. To which Tim Kaminsky okay. replied, that would make Paige an even, bi- even bigger idea for signing there. So... That would make Paige even bigger. I, idiot. I must maybe it was idiot for signing there. Oh, okay. We're not sure, but uh, I get what they're saying. Tim Kaminsky saying, you know what? Just like we were saying, Jericho is probably if you're going into a network battle, he's a name guy. Uh, AEW has been trying to say it's going to be different, so Paige is who it should be, but it more likely will be Jericho. And when we get into next week's poll, we're going to get into why that's important. Okay. Uh, we also had Michael okay. James who wrote. Jericho automatically lends the championship credibility. Paige being in a knockdown, dragged out fight with Jericho will make him look like a star to a public that doesn't know him well. He can chase Jericho for a while, take him down, and become the story of triumph if he's booked to take the championship from him in a hard-fought match. Michael James, that is some awesome thinking right there. That is some good sound booking ideas. All right. Uh, Michael James also went on to say, or have Omega eventually go over Jericho and have a heel page eventually go over Omega. So there are some guys really thinking here. And then Omar Passy said Jericho would put him over easily. And then he put Paige. So you know what? A lot of guys, I think, were looking at the idea we were of how, you know, uh, Jericho may not be at this time in this stage of his career the better long-term idea for a champion, but he definitely has a name credibility that Hangman Page just does not have right now. And the last comment I'm going to read is from Mike Brown, who wrote, Jerrica gets them more press, probably, but he also stigmatizes them as a company, (coughs) TNA, that takes WWE casts off and makes them their champion over AEW talent. Mike Brown, that is an awesome point also. I I can't believe it. I was expecting a bunch of idiot answers, and instead, I got some really thought-out stuff. So you know what? Kudos to all you guys, all right? All you guys who wrote in last week's that was some cool thinking and that's what we like to see on the show i mean we've taken time where we've talked a little bit about booking and and way things and why things go i'm glad to see there are other people out there who are taking a vested interest in that so let's move on now let's talk about next week's poll okay and i got a doozy okay. and we're gonna put it up tonight we're gonna get it out oh. there and i want people to think about it because this is fresh news okay we all know that okay. AEW is coming up soon there's gonna be a weekly show And that all sounds great. And people are wondering, Mm -hmm. what would WWE do? Well, it just so happens that today, WWE has signed the NXT show to a rival network of AEWs. And they're probably going to go head-to-head to to counter-program against AEW. (laughs) Now, NXT is definitely one of the funnest parts of the WWE, in my opinion. It's probably the only product besides NXT UK that me and you watch. So, the question is this, fans. It's a Wednesday night. You turn on your TV. You're a wrestling fan who wants good wrestling. What do you choose first? Do you choose AEW or do you choose WWE NXT? Vote. And if you want to tell us why you picked whatever program you picked, tell us why. We're interested to know. We'll read your names. We'll make you little celebrities with all the girls. Uh, Disclaimer, no girl (laughs) watches wrestling. Um But anyways, you'll be heroes to us. So, folks, that is next week's poll. And we're going to have that up. Elio, I'm going to put that poll up tonight. We're going to share the crap out of that. We're going to keep track of that. And we are curious and very interested in what you have to say. Now, you know what? This 
let's move on to some news. And first of all, I'm going to get the little news out of the way. Uh, I just found this was really interesting. Looking at uh, MLW, okay, uh, we have coming up the, uh, what are they calling that thing? The War Cage or something like that? War uh, Chamber. War Chamber war or something chamber. like that? Okay, the War Chamber, which yep. is basically war games. We do know that the Contra unit is in there. They had talked about they were bringing a fourth person. While well, we found out it's that new crazy guy that blinded uh, Marshall Von Eric last week. Uh, did you catch his name again? I, I just had it in my head. It's it's gone now. Wow, it's gone. Whatever his name is, the guy that's how, the... that's how memorable he's gonna be. Well, let's hope not. You know, but let's face it. I've got my doubts but, about Contra. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, 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 we'll see what he can actually do. First. Yes. And now, I'm not sure if it's going to, well, we do know it's going to be on the other side, Tom Lawler and the Von Erich brothers. Now, the Von Erich brothers, mm -hmm. Marshall said on this week's MLW that in their corner they were going to have uh, Kevin Von Erich. Now, it's still yep. unclear to me if he's actually going to wrestle or just be in their corner. If he's going to be wrestling... Well, that's going to be something. To I, have, I have a, I have a feeling. I have a feeling he's going to be in the corner, but we might see him put the claw on someone by the end of that match. Okay. Do you think there's going to be a fourth wrestler that they're going to announce then to be on um, on Lawler's team? Um, it's hard to say. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe there might. Maybe there might not. I'm not sure. I'm leaning towards maybe Kevin Von Erich's just a little too old to be in there. So I'm going to say that somewhere along the lines, hopefully they find a fourth wrestler. If yeah, that's, not, why I said, uh, like, that's why I said he's uh, he's probably going to be there just to get the claw on someone at the end. True. But then again, you look at Waldo Von Erich. I mean, that dude, or Fritz Von Erich. Uh, sorry, Fritz Von Erich. Uh, Kevin's dad wrestled into mm -hmm. like his 60s and crap like that. So oh, okay. who, who knows? Okay. Now, okay. The, the big news. Okay. And no... It's not just Tony Schiavone being signed over to AEW. I know you're itching to hear about that, Elio. I know, I know you've been a Tony Schiavone fan since back in the day. But oh, this, yes. this news, as we've alluded to it uh, recently, is the fact mm -hmm. that WWE has decided to launch counter-programming against AEW. And there's no other way to put it. And uh, whew, it's a tough one, folks. What's going to happen here is that... Uh, WWE NXT, which is one of the most exciting brands, has been signed over to USA Network, where they're going to go head-to-head -head <laughs> with the launching AEW show. And this is what's mm -hmm. crazy about this, okay? Um, this is a little more dangerous for AEW than people might think. For the simple fact is, it isn't 205. It isn't like they're putting Raw or SmackDown, which we already know AEW is trying to establish itself as a whole different kind of product, a very wrestling sensible project, right? That's mm -hmm. what NXT is in WWE. It's about as close as AEW is going to get to what they're trying to achieve. So now, what do you go for? I mean, NXT already has built a reputation on the network as being a solid, fun wrestling show. Now it's yeah, I love NXT. Ah, me too. And and of course, NXT UK, which we cover, are two just really, really good programs that are not full of the ridiculousness that you find in the WWE. So NXT I'm very Canada curious. coming soon. You think so? I hope so. I'm not <laughs> sure if I'm going to watch. I'm not sure if I'm going to watch NXT Argentina or NXT Albania, but we'll see. We'll see. Um. Anyhow, so that is some big news. And uh, fans, that's why we put that poll up. We're, we're curious where you guys stand on this. 
Um, so yes, write in, tell us what you think. Now, let's move on over to, uh, we're going to talk about something that this week, there wasn't a heck of a lot of movement going on, but mm -hmm. there was some, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about our uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Report this week. This week, the Super J Cup is coming to the United States, a three-day tournament. What we have in front of me is the lineup for this tournament, and I thought, yep. you know, we're not going to know all of these guys, obviously. There's a few guys in there that I don't recognize their names, uh, so that'll be interesting. But let's take a quick preview of who's in the first round, and let's pick uh, our yeah. uh, let's pick who we figure who we feel might actually go into the finals here. Okay, okay. so we have Rocky Romero versus Sobrenero Junior. Mm -hmm. Do you know Do you know Junior by any chance? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, I have seen him once or twice. He is a young okay. guy. Um, I have, however, um, now you know what I'm going to give Sobrenero Junior. Uh, the the edge over Rocky Romero. He's a young up and coming guy. Rocky, the solid, uh, the solid man there. But you know, Rocky Romero seen uh, better days. Okay, he's not yeah, exactly. I'm gonna, young guy I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Sobrano Junior. Um, Rocky Romero doesn't really doesn't really need this. Next up, Clark Connors versus TJP. Now, I have no idea who the heck Clark Clark Connors is. No idea. I do know isn't he TJP. The, isn't, he one, isn't he one of the LA uh, Dojo uh, Young Lions? He could be. He could easily be. I have no idea, buddy. But I am okay. going to go with TJ Perkins here just because TJP yeah. has been on a bit of a roll. And he's a credible, young, still hot wrestler. I shouldn't say young. He's not exactly young. But uh, <laughs> he's youthful. I will say that. In the next uh, okay. next matchup, we have Carnistico versus Bushi. Um, just oh. because I went with Sarbonero Jr., I'm going to go with Bushi here in this round. Bushi's a very credible, uh, very tricky. He, you know, he's one of those guys that cheats his way a lot with LIJ. Definitely got to keep your eye on. I'm going to go with Bushi in this round. Okay. I, I'm going to go with Karistico. Okay. Next we have Rezuki Taguchi. That's the guy who's always thrown his butt in people's oh, face. No, no. Versus oh, Jonathan boy. Gresham, who's sort of a miniature oh. version of Jay Lethal. Uh <laughs> I am going to go with Jonathan Gresham here because I yeah, think same. Taguchi tends to spend too much time goofing around. And Gresham, he's really trying to show that he can run with anybody. And I think he's I'm a little over here. I have, a, I have a question. Um, the, yes. Um, because I'm on the website right now. Um, yeah. The first match is a tag team match. I guess that doesn't count, right? Yeah, we're not going to look at any of the tags. These are just We're going to look at just the tournament. Oh, stuff. okay. All right. All right. Now, here's an interesting matchup. Two guys who are in the Bullet Club. Well, no, no, let's uh -oh. not. I forgot. I forgot about this. I well, no way, Robbie Eagles, Eagles is a chaos now. Yeah, he left the thing. Here's two guys. And he left um, the Bullet Club because of the problems he had with the man he's facing here. Robbie Eagles rematching with El Phantasmo. Ooh. Now, now, this is good. I got to admit, Robbie Eagles really showed me a lot in the, uh, in the Super Junior Cup. And mm -hmm. um, I... Uh, you know what, though? I think El Fantasmo has proven that he is one slippery douchebag. And uh, <laughs> I think I think he's going to probably anger Eagles and somehow force Eagles to slip up. So I'm going to pick El Fantasmo in this one. Yeah, I'm going to go with Fantasmo because he's such a heel. All right, we've got Yo versus Dragon Lee. Um, whew, I think Yo and Sho didn't have the best tournament uh, in the Super Juniors, I think Dragon Lee has really been uh, 
he's really been putting himself up there a lot more than a lot of luchadors of late. So I'm going to go with mm-hmm. Dragon Lee. I think he's going to ride his popularity and ride his winning streak now, and I think he takes it over you. Yeah, I'm taking Dragon Lee on this one as well. Now, here's an interesting one. Just as I said, Yo and Show didn't have the best turnout. Somebody who had a terrible, terrible Super Junior Cup t- uh, tournament was Taji Ishimori. Man, the Bone mm-hmm. Soldier did not do very well. However, I am picking him in this round because I think he needs this. He needs to show that he is not just a, a joke, you know? So okay. I'd pick Ishimori over Show. Your pick? I'm going with Ishimori. All right. And the final and uh, the last match in this thing, this has been a dream match for Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay has said forever he's wanted to fight the Amazing Red. Will Ospreay versus the Amazing Red. This is going to be a great match, but I think Amazing Red is not going to be very far in this tournament. I think it's going to be Will Ospreay in this. Yeah, I was uh, when I was looking at this uh, before we went on the air, I, was, I uh, went with the Ospreay in my pick. All right, so Super J Cup final round, all right? When we look at the finals here, when we go to the very end, who do you think okay. is going to win this year's Super J Cup? Who do you pick? And then I'll tell ooh, you who I pick. Ooh, ooh. Okay, you know what? I am going to go with uh, Osprey. Osprey, nice. I pick Osprey to make it to the finals. However, I think he is going to lose to El Fantasmo. I think okay. El Fantasmo is going to have a breakout uh, tournament here. I could be wrong. Osprey okay. has been looking incredible. Good, solid pick. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go with El Fantasmo. Okay. So fa- so fans, this is a three-night tournament, which um, it's not as big as the whole, uh, you know, the, 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 Super J- the Super Juniors tournament, which uh, mm-hmm. we saw earlier this year that had some, you know, that uh, determined who would be the number one contender. This, however, is a prestigious cup started by Juice and Thunder Liger, who's, this is his last year of competition. So it's, you know, he really pushed hard to get this in the United States. I think it's going to be a fun tournament, and uh, I think El Fantasmo, you've got Will Ospreay. This will be fun. It's going to be running this weekend. Let's see how this turns out. Next week, we'll be talking about it and see how we did. Yep. So, so fans, we're going to take this time to take a, a little bit of a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about our regular three shows, and guess what, Elio? What's that? I, I don't have somebody new for the book. But I have found oh. enough anger in me for somebody who's already in the book that I am putting him in the in our chapter of perpetual losers. That's oh, right. Oh my. Okay. This this guy has made me so I'm getting mad thinking about him right now. <laughs> oh geez. So fans, I'm gonna take I'm gonna sit back, I'm gonna drink a diet coke, I'm gonna try and calm down a little bit here. Elio is probably going to sit back and drink like 12 Zimas and, uh, and, and 14 <laughs> shots of rye and uh, who knows what other things the girls that are hanging out with him are going to do. But when he comes back, he's going to be ready too because we're about to hit you with the three shows we cover every week. That's MLWROH and WWE NXT. Folks, let's see how they're doing in their battles, how their shows are looking. And uh, you know what? I'm going to shut up now. Everyone's probably here, sick of my voice for now. So we'll see you guys in a few minutes. Hello. This is Miguel Cole from the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to CollarandElbowBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Collar and Elbow has t-shirts, hoodies, sunglasses, and more. 
And the best part, you're helping out your local indie wrestlers. And you're helping out the best wrestling podcast of all, Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global. You don't want to miss out. So save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Oh my goodness! What's up? This is Jeff Cobb. You're listening to WPOV Global. Hey folks, we're back. I, You know, Diet Coke is probably going to give me, uh, what is the stuff they give you? Uh, Alzheimer's and stuff like that from drinking all this aspartame. But uh, hey, at least if at least I won't know when it happens, right? Anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm your uh, host, the legend uh, T. James Logan, and with me, Gad, back again, Elio. Elio, tell me you yes, didn't sir. pound enough that you you didn't pound enough booze that you fell on your ass, did you? No, I'm still good. You're still crawling over to the computer. That's what I like to hear. I like to hear that. <laughs> All right, Elio, it's time to get into our three uh, programs. I gotta say. Uh, I enjoyed them. And before we get into that, I'm going to say, you know what? Last week I told you because Emmett, because uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, took a, you know, some, a week off that uh, maybe we would check out Impact, right? Yes. Well, yes. holy crap, man. I tried, <laughs> oh, man. Geez. I could not do it. I could not do it. Um, I turned it on. I started watching. Uh, you know, we had Moose versus Fall Ball, and it was okay. But then when they told me that the main event – would be a tag team that included Salami Callahan on one hand and Tommy Dreamer on the other team, I was like, no effing way, man. No way I'm covering this crap. No way. So you know what, Tessa Blanchard, you're an awesome wrestler, but hanging around with them losers, ugh, yuck. Anyhow, let's get into some WWE, NXT, and uh, UK. And uh, you know what, a fun show. Let's check it out. Elio, tell us what you saw and let's talk about these matches, man. Okay, NXT UK, our opening match was Flash Morgan Webster defeating Mark Coffey. And, um, to, uh, to, uh, and this is to earn um, that their, his team a spot at uh, TakeOver Cardiff. Which makes no sense, does it? I mean, a singles guy <laughs> meets a singles guy, and then if his partner... Yeah, okay, let's just get past yeah, you know, the silliness I, of this. I would imagine that they would put him in a tag team match, but yeah. what do we know? What do okay, we know? So we just- then we have Tony Storm cutting a promo saying she'll well, be ready on, for Kaylee when he takes over. What's that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what about the match? Mark Coffey, Flash Morgan Webster, what'd you think? Uh, it was no okay match. It was not bad. Yeah, it was okay. I'm going to say that too. Uh, Flash Morgan Webster is really small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, and skinny. And he dresses really funny, I guess. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, the mod father thing is something that we probably don't... A lot of people here in uh, North America have no idea what the hell that means. But uh, it was it was okay. But I got to say, I really think it's kind of dumb, this whole uh, partners, singles fighting each other for a chance to get into a tag team thing. Makes no sense to me. But uh, Flash Morgan, Webster winning... Uh, with a funny, like an insult, it was an inside cradle even. It wasn't even like a definitive win. It was like a surprise flash win. So yeah. that that <laughs> doesn't flash, give me a lot of flash confidence. Flash Webster. Yeah, it doesn't give me a lot of confidence in his team right now. It's not like they had any kind of dominance here. So I guess that means next week we're going to see Mark Andrews taking on Wolfgang is, I guess, the natural progression here. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Tony Storm. Tony Storm cutting a promo saying she'll be ready for Kaylee Ray at TakeOver. That was a, wasn't it kind of an odd interview? I mean, when she started talking about Kaylee Ray, like, Tony Storm just, like, stopped and, like, 
I don't know, it looked like she was lost in space for a second. Yeah. And it was just like, uh, you know, did she just have an aneurysm? So, it was, you know, I'll say so, some weeks her promos are good, some weeks they're not that great. Yeah, you know, this week's was a weird one because at first I thought maybe she froze up, but then mm-hmm. I realized she was playing a kind of a character thing, which was kind of cool. So, yeah, I, I don't know what to think. Like, t- sometimes Tony Storm is like, like you said, sometimes she's incredible. This week was confusing, I'm going to say at best. Okay. And then right, uh, uh, we go back, then we go backstage to get comments from Jordan Devlin when a brawl breaks up between, between Rhea Ripley and Piper Niven. Now, you know what the best part about all this was? Well, I guess two best things. The two best things. One, we didn't have to hear Jordan Devlin speak because, man, he's a whiner and I'm sick of his (laughs) crap. But, man, my my girl Rhea beating on the – who would probably be my second girl, Piper, just watching them roll around was fun enough. So, yeah, win-win. We both win. Uh, We both win. The next match we had had Travis Banks defeating Kenny Williams with uh, uh, the Kiwi Crusher, I believe. Yeah, right. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, like this match. Travis Banks. What do you think of Travis Banks? Uh, when we first saw him, I thought, okay, he might be okay, but I'm not really sold on Travis Banks. Okay. I, I, I'm a little bit sold on him, but I am totally not sold on Kenny Williams. I mean, this guy looks like, you know, the skinny, yeah. smart-ass kid you all know wears sweats. Around. Like, he doesn't look like a wrestler. He He's small... And, I mean, Travis Banks is kind of small, but he even looked at least like he had a build bigger than Kenny Williams. Did, did um, you catch uh, the nickname that Kenny Williams has? No. What is it? The luckiest. The luck. What? Okay. <laughs> I, how? <laughs> okay. I thought they were just being facetious when they said that. Uh, how is he the luckiest? No. That, that's, that's his, that's his uh, nickname or whatever. They, that's what they call him. I don't understand. I, I'm lost at that, buddy. I'm totally lost. <laughs> Um, Travis Banks, though, um, you know, he took the win, but where mm-hmm. do you go from Travis Banks? I mean, he already has lost to Walter. He's, uh, you know, uh, hopefully I thought he, he, I thought, I thought, I thought he, I thought he said he was, it was time to press the reset button on his career. <laughs> yeah. I know wrestlers who <laughs> say that every week. <laughs> yeah. Kenny Williams should press the reset on his eating button. Cause that boy better eat a sandwich. <laughs> Holy smokes. He's a skinny little fart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, of course, we All had right. uh, we got we had Noam Dar who managed to bore us even more uh, hanging out. I'm not even sure why he's there. Let's go to the main yeah, event. Yeah, it was just yeah. Um, actually, uh, you know, there was a match before the main event. We had uh, Nina Samuels defeating Isladon. Isladon. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. I, I I guess I tried to blank out Nina Samuels. Um, I gotta <laughs> say, I like Isla Dawn. I don't know why they're yeah, not pushing her. Yeah, I like Isla Dawn. I mean, yep. she really impressed me in this match. Uh, Nina yep. Samuels didn't. I mean, she had one Ugh. or two flashes, but man, she just does not. I don't know. You know, I I don't understand. I I don't, I don't know what I was thinking when we first started watching NXT UK. Because if you remember, know. I'm like I'm like uh, one person. I want to see more from Nina Samuels. No. Yeah, be careful what you wish <laughs> for, buddy. <laughs> maybe that's maybe I started drinking at that point. No, no, I'm pretty sure you were drinking from the moment you popped out of the womb, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you wish maybe to see more of Isla Dawn? Because I'd like to see her a lot more than Nino Samuels. Um, yeah, so would I. I. I'm 
I'm going to tell you something, and this will probably give it away. Okay. Now, I mentioned that I have somebody for the chapter of Perpetual Losers. Uh, uh, it's something about this match that made me enraged. Oh, okay. Something about this match. And I think you know now who I probably am going to put in the – who's going to move over from the book I into the chapter. Idea. Yeah. If I hear the word Nina Garoshi <laughs> one more time, I am going to <laughs> – Okay. Oh my God. Okay. I'm okay. So a new match has been announced for Takeover Cardiff with a Dave Master versus Joe Coffey in a Last Man Standing match. You know what? Did you go back and watch that match like you said you were going to? I did go back. You know what? I've seen it wasn't as bad as I originally thought. I I guess uh, I from the beginning, like when they were just like bumping into each other and like. That's where it felt like it was a train wreck. But after watching uh, the Red Dot entire match, it wasn't bad. Well, it told a really good story. And I think here's the problem sometimes, fans, is, and this is tough for anybody who watches wrestling, sometimes uh, you may dislike a wrestler, okay? Maybe you dislike two wrestlers, and maybe those two wrestlers get put in a match together, and you don't really give it a chance because of your dislike for them. Now, that was the problem, I think, going in. We've never really liked the Coffee Brothers at all. Dave Mastin right. is someone we both rolled our eyes. So the idea that, you know, Joe Coffee and uh, and Dave Mastiff would have a good match didn't even occur to us. We just were kind of rolling our eyes all the way. And, uh, and this is funny because this happened this week on ROH in the main event because I hate the Shinobi shit squad so much. Uh, I had to mm-hmm. rewatch that match to – because I went in with the worst negative view. And that's a tough thing. I think probably you went in with that view of how much you hate Mastiff, how much you hate coffee. And uh, yep. so I went into that match and I decided I was going to like forget what I know about these two guys and let them win me over or kill me off with their actions in that match. And because I did that, I actually got to enjoy a match that was really well put together with a good story. And I mean, the whole, I love the ending of that match. I mean, um, Mastiff of all people taking out Joe Coffey, splitting his ear, like having him bleed from his ear, like, you know, Coffey paying it off, like stumbling yep. around uh, in the back. Good stuff. Good yeah, stuff. So now, I mean, now, I'm, now, now I'm looking forward to this match at the takeover. So am I. Who would have thought, eh? Who would have thought that me and you would be uh, excited about a Joe Coffey versus uh, uh, Dave, <laughs> Dave Mastiff match? Wow. Wow. Write that down, okay, folks. Then we, <laughs> then we get to the main event. We have Cassius Ono handing Ilya Dragunov his first loss in NXT UK. Now, things about this match. Um, I liked it in the fact we got to see Dragunov uh, fight a longer match. I mean, we've only seen mm-hmm. him in very short, explosive matches where it's easy to hide somebody's quality by short matches. I mean, look at Goldberg. You know, you wrestle more than seven minutes, right. you realize this guy's shit. He ain't got no wrestling abilities at all. He's got two moves and a, and a you know, anger. Um, mm-hmm. I was really worried that Dragunov may be the same, that he might be just flash in the pan. But he impressed me with this. Um, he really went out there and put on a solid match. Um, yep. Let's face it. Cassius Ono, as much as he's Cassius. got, you know, as much as he can be an idiot at times, he's a very talented yep. wrestler and he's a big mm-hmm. man. Um, so he takes, I, I'm very sh- surprised though, to be honest, I would have thought that 
the win over Dragunov, his first loss would have been against somebody with more upward mobility than Cassius Ono. So I'm very surprised at that booking. Um, yeah, Cassius uh, had a great match. I still think in the end it was the wrong move to have him be the one beat Dragunov, but good yeah, match. Yeah. Not great, but good. It was, it was an odd choice for, to have him beating, beat Dragunov. Yeah, because as far as I understand this, I mean, yes, Cassius Ono is in England for a while, but he's not a British citizen. He hasn't moved there, which means he's probably not that long for the brand. So yeah, but why he's the greatest take... British wrestler they have. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the, the truth is he's obviously not going to be in NXT UK for very long. So, okay. And obviously Dragunov has signed there for a while, so I'm very surprised that, I mean, this is the kind of match, uh, you know, this is where maybe one of the Coffee Brothers could have broke the streak or maybe you know wolfgang <coughs> or even one of the imperium guys just to make uh, a statement of of building up a villain a little bigger cassius mm-hmm. ono to me seems like a poor choice now you've now you've taken away the guy's unbeaten streak and given it to a guy who's probably not going to be i would say in about four episodes would be the last we'll ever see of of ono in uk he'll probably go back to okay. nxt all right so yeah now overall what did you think of this show? Oh, you know what? I forgot. We did forget. We didn't talk about one little part, and I, it was just kind of dumb. Was uh, Walter's training video in Germany? Oh just, yeah, like, slapping uh, around I, guys. I didn't bring that up because I didn't uh, think it was like it was really much to talk about. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Uh, yeah. I just want to point that out. That this is one of the times where it added nothing. It was just it was poor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, overall, how would you rate this week's show? I'm thinking. I'm going to use one be. I'm going to use. I'm going to give this one a B plus. Ooh, nice. I'm going to give it a B. I'm going to give it a mm-hmm. B. Uh, only because I thought they squandered uh, Dragunov's winning streak. I think Nina Samuels right. is a poor choice to keep pushing. Um, the only thing I liked and, about the Nina Samuels match is Isla Dawn. Yeah. And uh, the rest of the matches were okay. They were solid. Uh, yeah, I'm yep. going to give it a B. My, I'm going to give it a B, okay? Okay. All right. Now let's move on to MLW Fusion. MLW Fusion. All right. Now, there was some interesting stuff in here. Uh, We started off with Mance Warner coming out, telling Selena De La Renta that he had a sponsorship deal. (laughs) And um, (laughs) apparently it's for a chainsaw company or something. (laughs) Because that's why he's running around (laughs) with this chainsaw. So it was funny. Hold on. Is he Leatherface? I don't know. He's light beer face. (laughs) Okay. Um. Okay, so we open the show with your favorite announcer, Tony Schiavone, and uh, Rick Bocini, who I always just love that name. It makes me think of cheese. Um, <laughs> so Selena comes out. She says okay. she's bringing out the greatest athlete in the history of Cuban sports. <laughs> Ricky Martinez. Ricky Martinez. I even think Ricky <laughs> Martinez probably laughed his ass off when he heard that. But, uh, so he comes out and continues his great losing streak by losing to Mance Warner. Jeez. And this time, uh, as he's celebrating with his beer, as Matt's celebrating with his beer, uh, Selena spits mm. in his face. So he turns oh. around and he goes to spit his beer in her face. She ducks, hits Ricky Martinez. And this oh. this thing, sometimes when things like this happen, it just strikes me as odd. Is He spits in Martinez's face. Then Martinez looks stunned. So then he takes his can and he smacks him in the head with the can and then gets out of the ring and walks away. Martinez just stands there fuming. Now, I don't care who you are. You smack a can in my face, I'm going to punch you back. Not stand there and look like yeah. a bitch. You know? 
So, you know what, Mr. <laughs> Martinez? Yeah, you look like a bitch this week. That was sad. <laughs> uh, I don't want to even talk about lifestyles of the rich and dynastic. It's 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 almost <laughs> it as bad as H2. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, we had an interesting thing, and I like this was a playoff, is they talked about how Hammerstone had injured Savio Vega, and they played it up that he tried to purposely injure him with his move, and that now that the officials are going to make a ruling if that move is safe to use. So that's kind of interesting. Oh, I like you know that. what? Hold on, hold on. I just had a thought. Yeah? Um. Now, we about War Chamber, the fourth member, what if uh, that fourth member turns out to be Savio Vega? Ooh, well... Uh, I, as far as I understand, he got pretty hurt. And he didn't look all that great. So, um, I'm hoping it's not Savio Vega or Lawler's in trouble. Wow, we, we, he, we saw we saw Tangley did September seven. You know who I think it should be? I, I'm going to make my pick. Can I make a pick? Okay. I have no idea, folks. I I I think picking somebody who's had problems, who Contra Unit has attacked, and who is on mm-hmm. his own and would be great. How about Low Key? Oh, that would be a great. Addition of that would be a great thing. You know, he he'll wants his. Straight, uh, he'll just straight up kick them in the face and, and then. And it'll right be there. over? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he'll just kick off more than the face and then the match will be over. <laughs> uh, I think that would be a good thing. Um, we got this. Uh, oh, man. We got a really. I don't know. I'm tired of it when, when like, a wrestler's injured and then they go mm-hmm. to, like, we have via satellite. Bullshit. You do oh, not have the them via update, satellite. <laughs> Yeah, okay, we are in a modern world. Why don't you just say they were on Facebook Live or, you know, come on, we, we set up a satellite? Like, what the hell? Are we in 1985 here? Okay, anyways. Right? Uh, so they have Marshall Von Eric wearing sunglasses where you can totally see his eyes bowling around as he's talking about how blind he is. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, we then have a thing where Selena, and this part got me a little bit confused. Selena is out there, and Conan shows up, and he's taunting her and says he wants his three demands. Um, I'm still waiting so, for the other, the other two. The other two, yes. Now, we go to a terrible Teddy Hart promo, as most Teddy Hart, if he's not being led with questions, can be. Ending with uh, Brian Pillman Jr. pissing on Hammerstone's custom leather jacket. Did we need to see that? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, oh, ben. Ace Austin versus Austin Aries. I'm I'm more, you know, I'm learning to hate Ace Austin more and more, you know. Um, yeah. But Austin Aries himself, he's kind of a douche rag himself, so it was kind of hard to pick yeah. who to cheer here for. I swear, uh, I don't know. There's just something about Austin Aries I just don't like. Yeah, I used to like him a lot. Um, yep. Not anymore. Um, and what do you think of, okay, Okay, Ace Austin has that stupid collapsible cane he has. Mm-hmm. How possibly could that even hurt you? I mean, <laughs> it's a collapsible cane. It's probably, it's probably about plastic. as strong as a straw. Yeah, and so he tries to ram it into uh, Austin Aries' stomach and misses. I mean, come on, man. I could probably uh, pick one up at the dollar store. Yes, you probably could have. Do not. <laughs> do not start magic tricks, please. Um <laughs> So Austin Aries takes the win, which was pretty obvious. I mean, even Ace Austin knew he didn't have a chance going in. Um, so after the match, uh, Austin Aries grabs the mic and he says he makes it very, uh, you know, he talks some crap about how like people have said things about him. Some are true, you know, alluding to all kinds of crap. But yeah. he says the bottom line is he's coming after Teddy Hart and his belt. So well, that's he already knew that. He already he, he already said that uh, the when he first showed up. 
Yeah, but at least he's being consistent, which is a nice thing in wrestling these days, I suppose. All right. Um, Then, interesting match now. Uh, Selena does give in, and Jimmy Havoc takes on L.A. Park in a New York City street fight. Now, before we get into this match, I kind of was under the impression, and maybe I was totally wrong here, and maybe you could correct me if you remember right, but I thought on last week's edition that Conan said he wanted them to have a loser-leave-town match. One of them had to leave. Yes, yeah, Maybe yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm no, I, sh- I believe I believe that's what I heard. I, that uh, the loser leaves. Uh, loser leaves uh, the company. Loser leaves town because um, uh, Selena put Mance Warner against Sammy Callahan. Yeah, and Sammy ob- was forced to leave. Now, obviously, though, this match wasn't a loser leave town match. They were still all buddies and shaking hands at the end. But um, a pretty tough match. Uh, L.A. Park. Uh, L.A. Park taking a few staples, which was I surprised. You know, he's not a young man, but uh, he took a few staples. Uh, Jimmy Havoc, it was so nice seeing him smoked into those chairs at the end. You know, the sad part is he got up. Uh, And then uh, after L.A. Park takes the win, um, Selena comes in. She's talking about blah, 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 whatever. You know, we're together. Then she forces L.A. Park to shape Jimmy Havoc's hand. And I found it odd that Jimmy Havoc's the guy who got... His ass kicked and the loss is the first one to throw his hand out to handshake. And L.A. Park is, like, reluctant to handshake him. But in the end, not only do they handshake, but they start cleaning up the ring. <laughs> Which was like, okay. <laughs> wow, you know. I guess they're nice, tidy boys, too. So, <laughs> um, Then as they're talking, we hear uh, Vance, Vance Warner's music comes on. Everyone's looking, you know, at the entranceway. So, of course, he has to come out somewhere else with a chainsaw and chases well, them the out of the ring. Texas, now, the, the MLW Chainsaw Massacre. Now, is it just me? Does it mean that it would be kind of funny if he cut off Jimmy Havoc's arm with the chainsaw? Wouldn't it be a little <laughs> bit funny? Yeah, that's just me being mean. Um, overall, I guess a fun, you know, MLW is always a fun watch. I'm going to say, though, it is. The, ma- the matches this week just didn't have... The usual oomph I'm expecting out of them. So I'm going to go with this week and say that uh, I'm going to give it. Mm, I'm going to give it a B minus. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go with a B minus as well. I'm going to go with a B minus as well. All right. Uh, what things bothered you on the show? Uh, well, of course, uh, first of all, uh, Ace Austin always bothers me. <laughs> yeah, um, putting him with another douche rag didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> No, just uh, the Austin Aries that uh, Ace Austin match. I uh, wasn't really into that. Um, other than that, it was uh, just uh, the lifestyles of the rich dynastic. I'm so done with that one. And HT, H2 TV is also terrible. H2, H2, yep. So yeah. that, that's about it. It's about okay. doing things that, uh, yeah. The only other thing that bothered me was the Marshall Von Eric uh, live via satellite bullshit was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was dumb. So, yeah. B mi- we're going to give it a B minus this week. Moving on to ROH. Tell me a bit about ROH television this week. Okay, you know what? ROH. I I enjoyed ROH this week. Okay. So uh, we 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 kick off with um a highlight from the Manhattan Mayhem. Roosh defeated uh TK O'Brien. I re- you know what? I'm starting to like Roosh. Yeah, I am too. And I actually don't mind TK O'Brien either, to be honest. So uh, that, that, this was they had a pretty good match. Uh, at uh, Manhattan Mayhem, uh, Roosh, of course, okay. Roosh uh, hit that hit the lightning uh, drop kick in the corner. It was awesome. Yep. Uh, then we had uh, TJ's favorite team, the Shinobi Shadow Squad, warming up backstage. Um, 
I sure you are mistaken, sir. <laughs> they are called the Shinobi Ship Squad. <laughs> then we, uh, then we uh, have a another. We have our second highlight from Mass Hysteria: Silas Young defeating PJ Black. Mm. Uh, I like that match. And I, I believe, uh, no, um, this was uh, where uh, I believe this is uh, where Josh Woods uh, interfered. He hit the low blow. Then uh, uh, allowing uh, Silas Young to pick up the win. Yep. Or my, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's actually that's pretty interesting. I want to see where where they're going with this whole Silas Young Josh Woods uh, story. Yeah, I gotta say it ha- it has legs. I enjoyed it. P- oh, had oh, our first. Uh, hold on, hold on, one sec, sorry. one sec. What yep. happened to PJ Black? I mean, when he <laughs> left the WWE, he looked like he was twenty five. He looks like he's forty eight now. <laughs> and it wasn't that long ago. What the hell, man? Wait, is it just me or does he have the same kind of hairstyle as Austin Aries? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're getting up there. I, <laughs> I, I mean, don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. <laughs> then we had our first uh, match of uh, of uh, the show that we had the uh, Women of Honors uh, Championship. Kelly Klein defeating Carissa Rivera to retain the championship. This one, I enjoyed this match. I enjoyed it. I didn't think Rivera got uh, a lot of offense in. I think she had a few, you know, like even Cole Cabana kept saying, man, is this chick going to do anything? Um, gotta say, no, uh, yep. loving Kelly Klein's gear, man. Yeah. You know, I usually don't look so much at, 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 at uh, women of honor. Uh, you know, they don't usually look that great, but man, she had some really butt going on in that uh, outfit, I gotta say. Yes, uh, yes sir. And, um, did you catch what the um, commentators said about Carissa Rivera? About being the daughter of Jose Luis Rivera? Yeah, I, I know that. That was interesting. Yeah, either did I. Yeah, that was a good throw out there. Uh, but then they, you know what? Colt asked it, but nobody answered it. So maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, one thing I want to say about- they, 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 were, they were saying uh, which Rivera. So I was waiting for like someone to actually answer that question. Yeah, it wasn't answered. Now... You know what's really funny is Sumi Sakai looks like she's a zombie, eh? Man, that chick looks old. <laughs> like, really old. Like, she's been she beaten with the old the aisle, anyway. walked out of the aisle stone-faced, uh, like, no emotion. I think that is her face, dude. Don't be racist now. <laughs> no, I mean, she, <laughs> she seriously looks really old, and she does not have the body of a wrestler. She, she just looks like, I don't know, like... They got some. No, I don't know. She no. just does not look like a wrestler. Before we go on, uh, what do you, what do you think about the allure? Um, I love Angelina Love, but only is her looks. I mean, she's a, she's not a very good wrestler. Neither is the other girl. Um, I I once had a chance to sit down with Angelina Love, um, Davy Richards, and Tony Kazina one time, and we did like an interview with the three of them, and it was a fun time. Angelina oh. Love's a pretty smart. She's a lot smarter than the character she plays. I'm gonna say that. Um, oh okay. I don't know if All I'm right. really sold on allure though. Okay, I'm not. I'm not really sold on allure. Right. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go on. And then uh, we <laughs> have our, uh, our 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 last highlight from State of the Art Lifeblood. Uh, actually, um, I was confused about this match. Uh, if it was like a tag team or like a five way uh, fighter denial oh, no, no. thing, it, but it was uh, a Matt four way match. Came Four-way match, okay. Uh, with now, Matt what, this, in, uh... what this was, okay, what this was was called the Defy or Deny match. And what it, the concept is that the champion 
faces three other guys at the same time. If the champion okay. loses any of the to at the end, if he if he gets eliminated, the last person in the match gets a title shot down the road with him. If he defies oh, okay. everybody and makes it to the end, if he makes it to the last yep. two guys and wins, the last guy who he pins or defeats over will never get another title shot against him. And in this case, so it was match. flip so flip he, it was Flip Gordon. Yeah, Flip Gordon now does not get a title shot against. Yeah, against him in oh. this title run, and then uh, we can move so on that was, to the it's second a neat concept, man. and they have. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do we have? Oh to? no, go on. <laughs> Sorry, the Shinobi shit god just make me laugh. They're just sad. Did, did you think for any on... amount of time? Oh, sorry, we, we must have cut out for a sec. But did you think in any universe that the Shinobi shit squad had a chance against PC uh, against the villain Enterprises? No. <laughs> um. So wow. that's our, you know that's what? our I had to watch main event. It. I had to watch this match twice. I had to watch this match twice because I couldn't get over the Shinobi shit squad, so I, I gave him a chance. The the best takeaway in this whole match okay. was when um was when what's his name? Uh Brody King uh kind of fl- they do that move where they do like a flinging no, he did a move with Marty Skrull, and they, they throw cheeseburgers, sort of like a, a sunset flip <laughs> kind of thing. And cheeseburger just about went through the ropes, he went so far across the rope. It was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, do you know what was a sad statistic they brought up during this match? What's that? That uh, the Shinobi Shit Squad have the best winning record of any non-championship team featured on ROH television. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, they're the only team that they've been showing a lot <laughs> on ROH television. So what does that tell you? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Elio, what did you think of this whole... Uh, what did you think of this week's Ring of Honor? Uh, so I, I enjoyed this week's uh, Ring of Honor. I'm st- I'm really starting to like this uh, format, so I'm going to go with a B-plus on this one. All right. You know what? I got to say this. After giving this a bit of a time, I really do enjoy this format a lot, too. Not only do we get a few good matches, but we also get some cool highlights from some stuff where it makes you feel like... It's, it's, it's more than enough to be just a tease, but not so much that it's a drag. Uh, I like it. I think it's a cool way to present their product. And uh, I'm going to give this week's episode an A. Okay. I, I liked it that much. I'm going to give it an A. So why don't you tally up and tell us who won this week's uh, battle between the three brands? Okay. So it's a CEO. Who... So we had NXT with a B plus. No, we had ROH with B plus and MLW with a B minus. So okay, and I gave ROH an A, and so I'm gonna have to say ROH looks like they probably took this week's competition. I think. Wow, that's a surprise move, but I think that NXT came in second, and uh, zero points this week is gonna have to go to MLW. MLW wow. third place. The other the other shows are up in wow. their game. ROH is ROH is wow. uh, the, the other shows yeah. are up in their game. ROH is uh picking up. So awesome. So what does that put the put the uh, full standings at this week? Okay, so that puts it at uh, I believe it's uh one uh yeah, two for NXT that 
Wad zero for MLW and uh, one for ROH. So that's nine. No, no, it's the other way around, buddy. Hold on, hold on. It should be uh, two points for ROH, one point for NXT. Sorry. Well, if if ROH scored an A and a B plus, that would should put them at uh, first place. Yeah, that puts them at first place. So they had to at four. Because they're at four. Two points for them. Okay. Okay. Um. And what does that put? Four. Four points for wow. Four points. MLW is still at thirteen because they get zero. Okay. And uh, NXT, NXT and NXT is two wins, so they they move up to nine. Wow. I guess MLW better up its game because, man, there were some solid outings this week. Well, you know what, folks? It's this oh, time no. of the show where we get to a little thing we call the book. Okay, and I have it open. And the book of shame. I know Elio say no, no, because he knows. I know. He knows how bad <laughs> I get sometimes. All right, so oh. read off the names and let's see how they do All right. this week. If we're letting anyone So here we go, first. Ace Austin. Oh, my God. Ace Austin is Half a step away from being in the chapter of perpetual. Oh, no. I cannot stand this piece of crap. His tired magician ass gimmick that a 12 year old would be embarrassed to show anyone. If you see him over on Impact, which I caught a few moments of, where he's trying to uh, apparently screw Eddie Edwards' oh, uh, wife. It's he's just pathetic. I can't stand him. He stays in the book and he gets a plus. Then on. We, uh, Give him a notch. Oh, okay. Austin, Ace Austin times one. Uh-huh. Okay. Then we have Facade. Oh, Facade. You're kind of fading away. I'm almost every week going to make fun of it, but I kind of realize he's, like, disappearing from my memory. I think by next week, if we don't see Facade on any shows, we might just have to let him out of the book because who knows if he was even alive anymore. <laughs> okay. Then we have that uh, word that uh, you love so much that begins with F. That will always stay in the book. <laughs> Then we have Jimmy Havoc. Ugh. You know what? I was kind of hoping L.A. Park would really, you know, I thought Los Angeles Park would ring his bell a little harder with a chair. Didn't happen. Uh, still not a fan whatsoever of what this guy does. Um, don't like what he represents. So, yeah, he stays in the book. And then we have Kenny King. Who? <laughs> oh, wait, I must have watched one of his Mad- matches. I'm falling asleep. Then we have Madman Fulton. Oh, Madman Fulton. Yeah, just, you know. <laughs> Guilty by association. Uh, yeah. You're still in the book, buddy. And we have Nigel Next. McGuinness. Nigel McGuinness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm rubbing my hands in anger now. Nigel McGuinness. I used to respect you, man. I used to think you were a damn good wrestler. Now I think you're a piss-poor announcer. And you know why? Oh, man. When you take up stupid, stupid sayings and attribute moves with stupid names like the Nina Garoshi to Nina Samuels, probably one of the worst women wrestlers I've seen in a very long time, you make me so angry. You, sir, are going in the chapter of perpetual losers because that's where you belong. You are the first announcer and probably one of the shittiest announcers that I know. So you know what? (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Okay, so he's been added there. Then we have Casey Lennox. Oh man, I almost feel she's so dumb. I almost feel <coughs> like I shouldn't be make you know like maybe she's handicapped. I, I, what is with her? That is just poor announcing. Like she's either a really bad actress or somebody hit her in the head with a brick. And I'm gonna <laughs> go with a bit of both. She stays. <laughs> then we have the Chris. Then we have the Chris brothers. Ugh, you might as well go down the dump if you want to see white trash like those two idiots. Uh, yeah, they stay in the book. They're, they're terrible. OV sucks. And then we have The Hunt. Ah, uh, The Hunt. 
Yeah, they're too cartoonish, man. I mean, I, I was almost thinking of putting Dave Mastiff in, but, you know, he impressed me a bit. But he's got to distance himself from the hunt because these are just two yeah. fat little losers with bad, bad gimmicks. Uh, they're like, they're as painful as watching uh, reruns of Reboot. Terrible. Okay. Terrible. Okay, and then and so then the chapter of Perpetual Losers, we have Tommy Dreamer, Sammy Callahan, and the newest edition, Nigel McGinnis. Those are three idiots who now have <laughs> they have earned my eternal hate. I can't even imagine what it would take for them to get out of there, man. They suck that hard to me. And that is our book for the that's our book for the week. There's our book of people who just suck and are you know what doesn't <laughs> suck, buddy? Do you wanna know what doesn't suck? What's that? What's that? That's the guys over at WPOV Wrestling. Over at our sister show, man. You know what? We we, we poke a lot of fun. You know, we, we poke a, f- a lot of fun at Tony, who's, you know, the oldest wrestler still breathing. We make some fun of Rick Serrano the third. No, third, sorry. Uh, we make fun of uh, Mimi and... Uh, yeah. Even that 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 rag doll, uh, what the hell's his name, uh, Miguel something or other. We may make fun of those guys, yeah. but the truth of the matter is, they deliver a really fun look at the WWE, and they talk. A, I yeah. like their new format. You know, I like the way they they have a hot button question, and they talk about the things going on in WWE. The people are talking about it makes me want to tune in even more. Um, you can check them out every Saturday. Uh, Elio, tell them where, I think you said you can find them on Nexus and, uh, uh, MySpace. You can find them on and, oh, iTunes, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean, and YouTube. Oh, and I think you can find Miguel on Grinder. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, folks. You know what? We've had a really fun time, and we we love the, we love the response we've been getting and the fans we've been picking up, and we want to say thank you. I want to say a special thank you to my good friends in Russia. Uh, Privet to all of you out there, and uh, and all to the all the new fans we've been gathering down in Australia. Um, we want to say a special hello to everybody across North America, Canada, the U.S., Mexico. We want to say hello to all the people in uh, Europe. We're talking Germany. Uh, um, Ireland, England. These are some of the places we're getting some good numbers out of. And, and we just want to say we, we appreciate each and every one of you. And you know what? If there's some wrestling in your neck of the woods that you think we should be checking out, hey, we're the boys from Global. We'll certainly check it out. Just send us our way. Uh, folks, uh, you can write us. Send us uh, any kind of hate. You know what? You can send me hate this week. Sometimes I deserve it. Sometimes I don't give a shit. So it's up to you. Uh, I know uh, Elio is very fragile right now. You know, he's about five bottles in. He's a little fragile, so maybe, you know, send him a nice word. Tell the fine folks where they can send us messages, my friend. Okay, you can uh, write us at uh, Wrestling POV Podcast on Facebook, Wrestling POV 1 on Instagram, and Wrestling POV on Twitter. Well, you know what, folks? We've had a great time this week. We got to check out a lot of wrestling. We didn't get to see any Japanese wrestling this week, but hey, next week we'll be covering the whole Super, the three-day Super J-Cup, and uh, we're looking forward to a lot more things to come. You know what? Impact isn't one of them. You folks have a great night. (laughs) Uh, by the powers of Alanis Morissette and the love she's given me to continue breathing on this green earth, we'll be back next week. Elio, say goodnight to the good fans. All right, listeners, we will talk to you all next week.